DigiKey, and Adafruit present. All right, this week. Amphenol Advanced Sensors. Actually, this sensor was from GE, and I guess Amphenol either split up from GE or they bought the sensor series. But we're going to be talking about Amphenol Thermopile Infrared Sensors today. That's this week's Ion NPI, Boom. where we bring you all the new product introductions. It is now synonymous. If you think of NPI, you think of DigiKey and Adafruit, and then you get that song in your head. I on NPI, NPI. And don't forget, we have the extended cut as well. Yeah, we, yeah, we got that. Okay. Uh, Adafruit.soundcloud.com uh, slash Adafruit. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so this week's NPI is the ZTP 148 SRC1. It's a small uh, infrared thermal sensor that is uh, filtered. The filter material is specifically tuned for uh, measuring human skin temperature. And the reason this is interesting is because, um, you know, in the last few months, as uh, COVID has taken over uh, this planet, and one of the symptoms is fever, um, people have been looking and using more non-contact infrared uh, thermal sensors. Um, so when you were a kid or when I was a kid, when your parents took your temperature, they would, you know, put a a thermometer under your tongue or your armpit and uh, it always takes a couple minutes um, and it's kind of invasive um, and uh, while it's still a perfectly fine way to take temperature um, these days uh, you know people want to take temperature you know in a, a school or a store yeah, or a business. We have a ton of no contact thermometers we yeah. take our team's temperature every single day we log it we make sure we know our good baseline so no one's coming in with a fever so yeah. everyone knows everyone has gotten spam we, we're good spam about these or you know months ago we had uh, already started using these yeah so the these um and I'll, I'll show one taken apart in a little bit because it's interesting um but so everyone started uh purchasing these and in china um the there was a huge demand to manufacture them and so infrared temperature sensors if you're wondering how come i can't find anywhere any anywhere um, pretty much every infrared temperature sensor has been completely sold out um, for the last four months, and the lead times have been about 50 weeks. Um, some companies like Malexis even, uh, they're just like, we won't even take back orders. We don't even know when we're going to be able to sell people more because they're selling them for medical uses. Um, but, you know, a lot of uh, developers and engineers still want to uh, either design their own non-contact thermal sensors or they want to just do thermal sensing in general. You know, it's something that we, we like to do as engineers. Okay. So what's cool is this showed up on DigiKey's NPI webpage, uh, digikey.com slash new. Mm -hmm. And uh, the ZTP 148 um, SRC, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a simple um, thermopile sensor. So you know there are some sensors that are more advanced and um, they have a microcontroller inside of them. And so the four pins, they look like this, but the four pins are power ground I squared C clock and I squared C data. These sensors are much lower cost. They're only a couple dollars, but the trade-off is they're purely analog. So um, this is how they work. So if you see uh, in the bottom right, um, there is uh, this can that's a cross section. Inside is this die, and uh, the die has it's it's and you know, there's no microcontroller or, or logic inside of it. It's just this like, you know, dope silicon that when infrared light hits it, and infrared light is, is emitted by everything that emits heat, 
Um, that's how we actually know the temperature of the sun, by the way. Um, a more advanced version of this. And then there's this glass uh, filter at the top that's like, like the shiny uh, part at the top. Um, and in this case, it's made out of silicon, and that allows it to uh, measure the infrared wavelength that's emitted um, by people very well. So that's kind of nice. Um, but these sensors are, again, they're very inexpensive, but they're very simple. They're, they're purely analog. Um, okay, so this is the pinout, and this just shows a little bit more of the design. Um, so you've got four pins. You've got uh, thermopile ground and thermopile positive. Okay, so that's the, the microvoltage output from that um, silicon chunk that absorbs infrared and emits a microvolt range, very small voltage. There's also a thermistor ground and thermistor positive. And that's also in the can. Um, it's a separate small chip that's bonded inside that is um, used, you should use in your circuitry to detect the temperature of the sensor itself. Because the sensor, you know, it, it, the, um, the output voltage will have an offset based on the temperature. If the, if the sensor itself is hot, like the ambient temperature is hot, um, the voltage will rise a little bit, so you want to compensate for that. So that's why there's a therm the thermistor measures the local temperature, and the thermopile measures the remote object temperature. Okay, um, this just shows that there's various filter options. I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, these, you know, people, uh, engineers love to like take a sensor and then like use it for like 20 different things. Um, so I guess these kinds of sensors can be used for like um, gas sensing as well. But the ones we're looking at here is the standard silicon filter. Um, often used for, like we said, ear thermometers or forehead thermometers. Okay, so um, there's only one thing you gotta watch out for. The output is like in the microvolts. So this shows that the output can go, you know, maybe to 10 millivolts when it's pointed at boiling water. Um, 10 millivolts is not very much. And it also goes down to negative two for freezing. So, you know, you do have to amplify this. You cannot plug it into a microcontroller or even an off-the-shelf ADC. Uh, you absolutely have to have um, an analog front end. It, not a complicated one, but you do have to have one. Luckily, in the datasheet, Amphenol publishes one for you. So you'll just need a simple um, either inverting or non-inverting op-amp circuit. Uh, you'll want uh, a thermopile sensor with some, you know, an offset voltage. Um, because again, it can go negative, and then you just amplify the voltage off of it. Uh, you can see the thermistor is used for uh, compensation. You can either compensate it within the analog circuitry or um, as a part of a, a separate digital circuit. Okay. Okay. So. And you can find it with the short URL, digikey.com forward slash short NB. 20ZD, and here's the product number on the screen, and you probably want to show this off, right? Later. Yeah, so let's show off um, what this looks like. I thought it was, you know, the, was, ironically, we had taken apart these infrared thermometers before. So let's go to the overhead. Um, so this is kind of an off-the-shelf temperature, you know, thing. I kind of took it apart. Batteries go in the bottom, uh, and it can, like, store different modes. It has an LCD. So if you want to make a temperature sensor, here is that thermopile. And so it actually has like this metal casing over it. You can see the four pins here. And then this is actually a metal case on top. And inside you can see that silicon glass reflecting. Um, the metal case is probably one, heat sinking. And second, it um, makes the cone of sensing very narrow. So it's like a pinpoint rather than like a broad uh, range um, sensor. And then, you know, there's a microcontroller 
you know, some analog circuitry, you know, button and a piezo. So that's, that's how it's used in an actual product. So this is the, the sensing element. And every infrared sensor, you know, whether it looks like this or it's a little more sleek, they all use basically the same sensor element. Um, I didn't want to build a complicated version, but I did put together a very quick demo. Um, I just, this is the uh, thermopile sensor. Um, and you see, I'm not connecting the thermistor because I'm like, hey, I just want to do like the most basic demo. I have a rail-to-rail op-amp and a gain of 500. And then it's just completely uncompensated. And that's the thing you have to, if you build this sensor, there's no compensation, there's no calibration. You have to do that yourself. So you have to point the sensor at known temperature objects and then do the back calibration to see if there's any offset or gain changes. So you'll want to do a two point calibration, especially if you want to sense something as um, precise as a human where all like a couple degrees off means fever or no fever, right? You want to be precise. Um, so this is not, you know, it's not actually 31 degrees in here. Well, maybe it is. It's a little warm in here. But, um, uh, you know, if I put my hand over it, you'll see the temperature goes up a couple degrees. So now it says like 34.5. Take my hand away, it goes back down to 30 or 31. So you see it, it is measuring um, the heat of my hand. It's not measuring the light. It's actually measuring the heat. Um, and this was, you know, on a breadboard with 5% resistors. So no calibration, just simple analog read on the uh, Arduino code. So um, these are pretty easy to use um, once you just have the amplifier circuit built in. Okay. And that's Get the digi key. And that is, like you said. Hi, I'm MPI.